Yes. Um, the reason why I have Anchor is, one, because um, when I first started doing my podcast, I was asking um, a friend of mine which ones are good, and she told me about Anchor and another one. But ever since I've been using Anchor, it's been so good because the podcasts have been so easy to run smooth, and I'm easy to uh, able to uh, interview guests without anything, and I just love it, the overall experience, because Anchor is just where it is. Anchor is just where it is, like, uh, and I encourage more people to do podcasts, because if you have stuff on your mind, and you want to get it off, and you want to use a platform to do it, Anchor is the platform to do it, because not only does Anchor, does it go on Anchor, but it also goes on to other platforms after it's posted to Anchor. So I would like to thank Anchor for everything they've done for me so far, and I really appreciate them. Hello? Yeah, yeah, hear me. Yeah, okay, you got it. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Shantae. Uh, everybody, this is Shantae. What's this being? I'm just saying like it's everybody listening. Um, welcome to our Strange Disappearances uh, series. And today, Shantae will be discussing your, uh, your sisters, Danette and Jeanette. Who went missing from Augusta, Georgia, March 18th, 1990. Now, I went over a lot of the, uh, the stuff. I did a lot of research before I, um, you know, be, be, you know, before we decided to do this. Um, what can you tell us what, what happened from that day? Um, so you want me to start at the beginning? Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, I'll tell you what. i tell you, we'll go this. How, how, what, where do you think? Uh, where do you want to start? Um, I started at the beginning of the, the the day that they went missing. Um, I mean, it was like a normal day, pretty much. Um, we went to church that morning. David, can you be quiet? I'm recording something. It's okay. It's okay, because guess what? I got kids, too, so it's okay. I understand. <laughs> so, um, uh, when we went to church that morning, everything was, you know, fine. Um, we left church, I said, I give or take, it was very like between 12, 31 o'clock, something like that. Okay. And um, before we, before we left church, the pastor of the church had gave my mom some money to eat lunch for that day. So when we got home, they um she sent my sister them to um church's chicken. It's like pretty much um I give or take about three miles from where we stayed at. Okay. They came back home. When they got back home, Jeanette came in the house and told my mama that um a man in a white van was following them. Okay. So of course my mom went to the door, you know, to look to see, but we didn't see no white van. So, you know, we proceeded on with our day. We ate lunch. We, as we was eating lunch, we was talking about going to school, you know, that next day, because it was on a Sunday. Okay. So um anyway, my mom, you know, like I said, the pastor had to get her money, you know, to um for us to eat lunch that day so she didn't have money for them to catch the bus back and forth to school because it wasn't a school bus that would come pick them up because the area where they was going to school at was um where we used to live. Okay. So the school that they would would have been attending would have been T.W. Joseph, but they was going to Lucilana High School. Okay. So um, in order for them to get over there, you know, my mom wasn't going to let them walk to school, you know, every day. So she asked them to ask my God that get them money so he they can catch the bus back and forth to school. They would have had to catch, catch the um the Augusta Transit. So they called him on the phone. He agreed to get them some money. My mom sent them to go get the money. It had started getting late because they hadn't returned home, you know, and I say around about four-ish, my mom had started, you know, getting worried or whatever. 
because you know, like I said, it was getting ready. To, it was getting later because they had already left the house. They probably left the house. I give or take around about two something. Okay, so they're going two hours. Right. So upon my mom, you know, she started getting worried, so she started calling, you know, to see had they made it to his house, and they did make it there. Okay, after that is where things went crazy because. They left his house, and we later found out that they start going to other people's houses trying to get them to walk home with them. Oh, uh, okay. The so, first stop, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. The first stop was my cousin. Okay. Her name was Anita Bryant. They stopped at her house. After they stopped at her house, because her mom wouldn't let her go with them, they went to my sister's house. This is my older sister. She wasn't staying, you know, in the household with us no more. She just had had a baby. So when they went to her house, she told them, you know, she wasn't up to walking with them. So, like I said, me and my mom went, we had left the house walking, looking for them. And on the phone call that my mom and my sister had, she told my mom that they had uh, left her house walking like they was going towards the pumping shop store. Okay. But Buyers used to stay by that store. We already knew the people that worked there. And people today, um, the clerk that was working, her name was Gloria. We went in the store, me and my mom, and asked her, you know, had she seen them? And she told us they did come in there. She told us what they brought. But she said um, she couldn't tell us what way they went because, you know, after speaking with them, she had to bring up another customer. They left out the store, but she don't know what direction they went in. Right. She don't know if they got in the car with somebody or they went left or right or forward or whatever the case may be. But pretty much that was it. Nobody seen them no more after that. And so, like, uh, so it's kind of like they just vanished, basically. Yeah, basically that's that's what it seemed like. I I just don't understand it, but now uh, you said you said the store clerk was left on the seat though. Yeah, to our knowledge, she was the last person that seen him because, truth be told, the investigator that had took the case was pretty much not doing no investigation because when we get left and went home. Okay, after we left the store, mm-hmm. you know, we, we made it back home. But before we got home, you know, we were still looking in the area where they w- would have been walking to get back home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We looking in abandoned houses. We looking in, you know, bushes or whatever because we didn't know, you know, what could have happened to them. You know what I'm saying? But we made it back home. My mom did what she was supposed to do as a mother. She called the police, but they told her that she had to wait 24 hours to report them missing. Mm, wow. And, uh, yeah, I, know, I, I can understand back then it probably was pretty frustrating for your mom, you know, trying to report them missing and, they, you know, they're getting this runaround and, you know, 24 hours. Right. 24 hours, come on now. And they, you know. Right. That's the same thing. I mean, back then, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't cameras, you know, and Pretty much, you you were was relying on the police to help you, but pretty much they wasn't helping her. Okay, she did what she supposed to be did. She called them. They say wait twenty four hours. Okay, they still hadn't got back home that next day. Okay, she called them again. The police officer out. When they sent the police officer out, he ended up getting uh, all the information incorrect. The spelling of their name. Um, he got their birth date is wrong. He got the social security numbers wrong. Uh, the address of the area, which was my god dad stayed at. Mm-hmm. They, he they got their address wrong. They uh, put the wrong street instead of the um the street that he stayed on. They put a whole different other street. So, okay, after they took all the information, you know, what they was wearing and 
they um appearance, you know, what they look like and all that stuff. They she gave them the picture, all that. They end up putting my sister's name on the news one time since they had been missing. One time that's it? That's it. Wow. That's okay. After that, the next week is when they sent Okay. And when investigated, his name is Investigator Ship, when he came out to talk to my mom, he ended up um getting the information all over again, you know, what they was wearing and stuff like that. And then after that, I guess he was supposed to be doing his investigation and we later found out to nobody that came in contact with my sister name the day they went missing. So he basically didn't do anything. Wow. No, he didn't talk to the store clerk. He didn't talk to my cousin. He didn't talk to um my older sister. She's done passed away. You know, she passed away in 2018 on, on the twins' birthday. Wow. Oh my. Yeah. So um after that, um on investigation, he pretty much did was went to the school that they was um was supposed to have been going to, you know. They, he went. He went to um Lucy Lane High School. Okay. The students there. Okay. He said some of the students told him that they had seen my sister them on the corner of Lane Walker and Twelfth Street. And when they caught the principal of the school, supposedly seen them, and some of the students. But when the principal saw them, he said that the principal said that he got to my sister them and they took off running. We don't know if that's true or not because the uh, principal of the, of the school has passed away. So we never did talk to him about the situation. You know what I'm saying? We we later found that out when they opened the case back up 20-something years later. So you need to tell me, so after when they first investigated it and all these errors were made, and then no, I can't have nothing too. Why were they talking off the missing registry? That's one of the biggest question that I had. Okay. <laughs> I can't even answer that for you because we still been trying to figure that out ourselves. We don't know <laughs> why. But from our understanding, um, when it, they just did a documentary on them, I think it was in 2019. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a investigator that was over the case. We just found out he was the one that told them to take my sister name out of the system. He wow. said he said because his words, quote unquote, because they was never should have been put in there because they was unruly runaways. I saw the documentary. They definitely didn't run away. Correct. They definitely didn't run away at all. But so it took twenty. But that's what they labeled them as. Okay. Okay. Nin okay. Nineteen ninety. This happened in nineteen ninety, March the eighteenth, nineteen ninety, when they went missing. Okay. Push forward, 1991, my sister and them turned 17 years old. Remind you, they went missing two weeks before their 16th birthday. So in 91, they turned 17 April the 2nd. Okay. April the 8th, six days after they turned 17, the same investigator came to my mom and told my mom that he was closing my sister and them case out because they had turned 17 years old. And if he did, he couldn't make them come back home. So it's just two years. It's almost two years after he tells you this. It wasn't two years. Well, no. Okay, it wasn't two years. Okay, because okay, because you said two. It was a year. Yeah. Okay, right. You're right. Okay. Okay. See, when they went missing, they were still fifteen. Right. Two weeks before their birthday. Yeah. They didn't turn sixteen until April the second of that same year. They went missing. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Fun. They turned seventeen. Okay. So I got you. it was like a year after they went missing that they closed the case out. They closed it out on April the eighth. Okay. In nineteen ninety three, the same investigator. I guess he was getting ready to go. He got promoted to um doing what the the thing. Training um the police officers or whatever, he he oh, went to he had to train 
the um, new recruits or whatever. Okay. But before he could do that, they told him he had to get rid of all his cases. So I'm assuming that's why he gave my sister them case file to a juvenile probation officer. Once he gave them him the um, case file, he called National Missing and Explored Children and told them to take my sister's name out of the database. So oh. we found out when he gave the case um the juvenile probation officer, he tells um us and he told the podcast people of, of the fall line when they talked to him, you know, in 2017, he said um that the the probation officer told him that my sister name, he knew where my sister name was at and that they was um trying to get to Texas. But the same probation officer mm. been in contact with my mom because he stayed in the same area we stayed in for one and for two, my older sister had got in some trouble and he already knew my you know my mom or whatever and he told my mama that he didn't understand how two people can go missing and nobody hear nothing from them again that he was gonna help her so he was on the verge of trying to help her but he ended up passing away oh, yeah. okay. he was about the only one him and another officer that was working at richmond county they were the only two people since they had closed my uh, sister name case out that said they was going to try to help my mom find out what happened to my sister name. And both of them passed away before they can do so. So mm -hmm. my sister name case went cold for 20 something years before they reopened it. That's, 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 that's crazy. That is 100% crazy. Um, 20 years. I could not imagine. And, and now we're, because now we're in 2022. Right. Um, I was just it's thirty-two the, years. Yeah, thirty years. I was just watching the documentary, and the one where they interviewed the store clerk on the phone. Right. <laughs> I, I kind of didn't like some of her answers. They were kind of shaky to me. You talking about the um the gentleman that's in prison? No, the one where they talked to her on the phone, and she said she didn't like it in the folks' business. The store clerk, the one that you said you knew, Gloria. Or her name, what's her name? Oh, yeah, Miss Gloria, yeah. Because she was, she, you know, she, I, I talked to her on the outside of doing that. She didn't want to do it because she just, you know, she, she talked to them on the outside, but she didn't want to be recorded, basically, is what it was. Oh, okay, okay. So she didn't want to be filmed. Right, right, yeah. That's what it was, but. She talked to them beforehand, before they okay. even did it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she, you know, she had already talked to me. You know what I'm saying? She was like, she don't, just don't like doing that, but she will talk to them. That's why she just talked to them on the phone. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So when they went missing, were there any rumors as to what happened to them? Did any rumors start uh, circulating what happened to them? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of them. Uh, first, they said that my sister there ran away from home because one of them had got pregnant. <laughs> then another rumor was that my uh, sister there ran away from home because my mom had too many kids. What uh, else? Mm, yeah, pretty much. That, that was it. <laughs> and then I seen another one uh, uh, about their dad. Now that right there, yes, I still we still don't know what he knew, but yeah. I think I can tell you it. This is not a room. This is the truth. Okay, to help locate them, he didn't want no involvement in it. He even went um so far as to telling my older sister because my sister and the twins share a dad. Okay, so. He told her if the cops came around or anybody came around questioning her about where his location was to tell them that he was dead, which, you know, he was very much alive. My mom communicated that with, um, you know, Richmond County Sheriff's Department, told them what was going on. 
you know, um, and pretty much they never communicated with him. They, they never talked to him. And I know for myself, um, okay, they opened the case back up in 2013. Mm-hmm. When 2013 came, they saw Richmond County did send an investigator um, over the case. Her name was Ashley Pletcher. She was doing an amazing job that I thought, you know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, out the blue, they takes her off the case. They didn't tell us. They didn't warn us. They didn't call us. They never contacted us. The whole t- This whole entire time that my sister had been missing, even th- to today, they never contacted us. We would have to reach out to them. Mm. They, um, and she was about the only one since the case had been closed out and the other two officers, she was pretty much dedicated to trying to help locate them. And I still don't know to this day why they took her off the case, but they never did set another investigator um over it until 2017. And when they did that, he did try to help, you know what I'm saying? But it's like anybody that tried to help, they pulled him away from it. And then right. it's just like, like they, they're not doing anything. The only help that we pretty much got so far is from people that's outside of Augusta. And that's usually how it is too. Cause I saw the case myself and I'm like, I I, I want to help. Cause I, you know, I work with other, a couple other people that too, that we research and we try to find missing people too. And they were reading the story like, wow. Cause I was blown away. I was blown away by the story. Like period. Cause people just don't vanish and don't, don't vanish out of nowhere. Yeah. And, and now, um, it was so many people that had heard about the story. They ended up um, paying this organization. Um, I think it's out in Texas or whatever. Mm-hmm. They um, they reached out to this a private investigator, and now okay. he's he's trying to work with a thirty-two year case. You know what I'm saying? He's been working on it. It's been about a year now. So okay. far, that he's he's had the case in his hand, but. You know, we've been working with him and, you know, trying to bear with it. But I still think that Richmond County should be trying to do more than what they've been doing in this case. I know they have, we don't have so many murders down here, to it's, it's a shame. But also, they should at least have one dedicated person that wants to old cases, you know what I'm saying, cold cases. And this is the 32-year one that somebody should say, hey, let me try to help this family locate these girls or something. But right. It took people on the outside of the town that we live in to try to do something. That's the only way, that's the only reason why we got the, um, I done been on so many different podcasts, um, you know, some talk shows, mm-hmm. uh, and this the only reason why we got this far. The truth be told, because of the fall line people, their name are uh, um, Laura Norton and Brooke Hargrove. When I yeah, met, I, them, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I sure did. I saw that. I, when yeah, I, I met them, when I met them, they did so much investigation. A short period of time that they knew about my sister named case. Mm-hmm. So so much that Richmond County didn't even do, and it's been. It had been what when they got it, it had been like twenty something years, twenty five, I believe. Yeah, it had been twenty been twenty five years when they found out about it, and so far it's twenty five. So, in the last mm-hmm. what six seven years, mm-hmm. they they done did so much to bring awareness to my sister Neil's story. That's why a lot of people know about them. Cause for twenty something years, nobody knew my sister name was missing. Yeah, cause I just came across it this year. No, when I say nobody, nobody, yeah. that means twenty something years. Anything could have went wrong. You get what I'm saying? Anything could. What if they? What if they were still out there somewhere, or somebody had them? Twenty something years, people probably walking past them every day and didn't even know that they was missing. Because nobody knew. 
Nobody said anything. No, nobody said nothing. I ain't gonna lie to you. If I had the funding and I and I didn't have to work every day, I would be out in in Augusta uh, working on this case, trying to get this case. I, I think I honestly think the case is still solvable. Now I don't know. Yep. I, I I don't know if they're still alive, but I really think that one day we'll you know they'll find out what happened you know to your sisters because like. There's, there's always somebody watching somewhere. I mean, there's, there's never no something that nobody's not watching. There's yeah. Somebody I the same thing, you know what I'm saying? That they done found different bones, you know. I have, we just found out, okay, in 96, no, no, yeah, no. I saw no, that. The, uh, in 93, the, I just found out, they just took, and last year, I just found out last year that they said they finally did the DNA on it. On the um the bones or whatever that they had, my sister. But they only yeah. did it on the wrong sister. They didn't do it on Jeanette. They did the analysis on Danny. Oh, but I guess by them being twins, okay. I don't know yeah. how that worked. By them being twins, it they ruled it out exactly that it was neither one of them. I I'm not sure. But the image didn't look like Danette. It looked like Jeanette to me. It, it, you know what? And somebody else brought it up to me today. They were like, this, this is like her. And then I saw where it was. But then when I saw where it was ruled out, it was only ruled out as, uh, who, I think it was ruled out as, who was it ruled out as Jeanette or Jeanette? It was ruled out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it ruled out as Jeanette on there. Yeah, they usually say twins share the same uh to save everything, so I guess that that's how they did that. But I don't know. Maybe they should still, you know, do. They I didn't know, but a long time, I kept calling down there, kept calling down there, trying to get them to, you know, figure something out. You know, what I'm saying because I kept telling them, I it do, you know, resemble her. You know, and for a very, very long time, we we never got nowhere with it. Rich McCallum wouldn't do nothing. And then when, like I said, when I got in contact with um, Brooke and Laura, they ended up caught getting in contact. With and when they got in contact with Aiken, Aiken said, had Rich McCallum been told that my sister name was missing, they would have been did a DNA, you know, comparison to um, the bones with them. But they right. didn't know that my sister and him was missing. They didn't know until 2017, like I said. Mm. So my sister and him had been met out here all that time. And, and none of the other agencies knew that these girls was missing because they didn't. That's why we didn't get no help. My mom contacted John Walsh. I had wrote over Renfrew, Montel, with Enrique Lake. I, I, I had contacted so many people back in the day. We got turned down because they said the um police department in your hometown would have had to get them involved. And right now it's saying that my sister and them are not missing. Mm. But that I, I and I and I know and I know I know it's been hard on your mom. I'm not even gonna ask if it has, I know. Very, very hard. You know what I'm saying? Now she done lost her oldest daughter and she lost her on their birthday. You know, we thought you know what I'm saying? You, you never question God, but I said, Mom, I don't know. It could be a sign. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but it happened. It was crazy that day that she passed. We got, I got up and I was thinking about them. You know what I'm saying? About the twins. And I was like, hey, let me, you know, it was their birthday. I said, well, let me just do something for my mom to celebrate their birthday. Uh-huh. And that's what I was going to and then I got, a, I was getting ready to take my um daughter to the doctor, and my mom called me and was like, "With well, the uh, hospital people called and said they want to talk to us about my sister. Her name was Aciana. That's my older sister, God. Okay. So, um, okay. and yeah, they called us and said they want to talk to us. We get there, we think we going there to see her. When we got there, they, you know, that's what they told us that she had passed away. She passed oh, wow. away. At night. Yeah, she passed away nine something that morning. Did, did that weigh on her a lot too as she was growing up? Yeah, it I weighed on. Her. 
Everybody, you know, all of us, you know what I'm saying? Because we just can't figure it out. And then for people to keep saying that they ran away, ran away. I don't care if you, you're 15, okay? If th this is me, this is my theory, my opinion. If I'm 15 years old, I run away from home. I ain't got but $20 in my hand. $2 that I was given to buy me some snacks. So pretty much he gave her $2, my other sister $2, plus the $20 they were supposed to take going back and forth to school. They ain't had but $24. Where am I going? Nowhere. How am I going to live off of $24 for all these years? You know, it's also a race thing, too. They, 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 they quickly label uh, Afro-Americans and run away. And do. that's why I was thinking to myself, I had them caught down there all those years. And when we finally get a black share, I said, Shantae, okay, I'm looking at him on TV, listening at what he's saying. He said he want to help the community. He want to help the people. Boom. I said, well, hey, let me call down here again. I called down there. I didn't get um anybody on the phone. I left a message. He didn't call me back. It was a guy by the name of Scott Peebles that called me back. He was his running mate. Okay. The sheriff's running mate. He called me and said that he looked up the case and he said he was opening the case back up because he didn't like how the case was closed off of hearsay. Right. So when, when the sheriff, Richard Roundtree, ended up getting it, he said that he wanted to correct the wrong that my family had uh, um, a terrible injustice done to them. He wanted to correct the wrong. And he was my sister in case as if it was his own family. Okay. And now... He don't want to talk to nobody about my sister now. He won't. He's not communicating. He said he don't want to have anything to do when it comes down to the Mirabrook twins. Why? Well, I, I done got this from several the news media people that wants to talk to him about my sister now. He said no communication. He don't want to talk. And also, about the, I also I heard that they have an event down there that draws a lot of people and money. Um, what did that event called? Because I was reading that they didn't want. The, they also didn't want that your sister's uh, disappearance. Yeah, um, they were supposed to match my sister name. Um, uh, reward um thing. They we got a reward. They had some kind of program where the um sheriff's department has something if a family has over. They have to gain their own money, pretty much. You have okay. to gain the money that you gain. They supposed to match it. When it come down to them matching ours, they said no. Mm. All the money that's, that has been raised, been raised from other people. People that not heard about the story. And, you know, people, um, they did a GoFundMe so that they can get the billboard that we have up down here now and for the reward. So now it started out as an $8,000 reward. Now this is $11,000 reward out for any information. Now, now, do they have a link to that? Because I would love to post it on my page because um, I think, you know. The it is. Um, if anybody want to um, look for it, it'll be on the Fall Line podcast. Um, they have a um, Facebook page, and it's up under there. Okay, I, yeah, I'll to my page because I think the more and more the reward goes up, it'll also um, it also try to get people talking to you know. Yeah, I I was thinking, you know, I said the same thing because I was like, oh, I know, you know. Dollars ain't much, but it's a it's something for somebody to say something, but nobody saying anything. No, like, I, I tell you, it would have, and I even thought about myself. I thought honestly, eleven thousand dollars can be spent in a day or so. It is some money, but you know how people are. I think like right. the, more, the more it goes up, it'll be it, it'll be more. Oh no, and, yeah, and no, and when I was, I was I was trying to find what I was talking about. It's it's an event down there in Augusta that they have every year. Is it a tournament or something? Come like the Masters. 
Is that it? Is that the one that? Uh, yeah, they they said that they didn't want to bring too much attention to the masters too. Is that, is that like I read, I read something? Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah, they did say that, but truth be told, they went missing around the Masters' time um, in 1990. Oh, wow. So, Masters, was, yeah, the Masters people was coming in around that time when my they had the Masters tournament around April. People started coming in around two weeks or a week ahead of time when they, before the event started, you know, because they be trying to get the hotels and the um houses that they be renting out or whatever. Mm. But yeah, it was around master's time when my sister knew. Wow. So another question. Your older sister, how was her relationship with her dad after the twins went missing? I mean, she still communicated when he communicated with my mom. So he he, she, yeah, she was about the only person that he would talk to. You get what I'm saying? But right. when it came down to him, when my mom would question him about the twins, he wouldn't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? He was telling her, you know, leave them girls alone. Stop calling the police trying to go out here and look for them girls. Them girls probably out here with some man or whatever the case may be. But um, when 2017 came, like I said, the fall line people, you know, mm-hmm. when I got in contact, they was trying to do their best they could to try to help us. And that was one of the things that they wanted to do was to talk to him. Okay. It, it's it's a crazy story, but okay, one of the gentlemen that mm-hmm. um they wrote, my sister got involved with these guys. They had ended up killing two two guys, right? Okay. My sister and them dad helped them hide one of the people's bodies. He went to jail. They went to prison. He ended up getting out. One of the guy's mother was my sister and them dad's caretaker, right? Okay. Okay. She wasn't doing what she and she ended up going to jail. He ended up going to the hospital because for a long time talked to him. Throughout the years, you get what I'm saying? Right. Once the news, me and my mom and one of the podcast ladies went up there to go see him, to talk to him. We went to go talk to him. The first question, you know, he's her way into talking to him by having his niece up there, his which is his sister's daughter. They're talking to him, and then that was giving her comfort, you know, the podcast, Miss um, Brooke. They gave her comfort, to, you know, to wing her way in to talk to him to see if he would tell her anything. So she started asking him questions about the twins. And the first thing came out of his mouth that they was dead. Okay, wow. boom. Hold up. Wait a minute. I said, well, did he just say they were dead? So she questioned him again. She started asking him, where would they be buried at? Are they buried in the country? Would they be buried in the city? Where's they bodies, John? That was his name. Okay. Then he started acting weird, right? When it came, um, after she started questioning him about, it, he started acting weird. Like, say for instance, if I'm I'm talking to you, uh, you can talk, right? You you right. can't talk. You can't. You, you acting like you out of your mind. You can't comprehend what what I'm saying to you. But if I'm talking to you about uh, what you want to eat tomorrow or something else, you can come yeah. out right out and say it. You get what I'm saying? Okay, so you answer certain questions. Right. Okay, okay. so boom, we tell, she told the investigator them that um, the investigator who I think his name was Investigator Gordon. She called him and told him what was going on and what was said. They said that it wouldn't be reliable because we were supposed. I guess it would have um, one of them been good because it was against the law to record somebody because the doctors did come in and was like, "Oh, y'all can't do that." Da da da. So she ended up not recording them. I don't know if she ever gave it to uh, um, investigating the Gordon them, mm-hmm. but we did. Uh, she did talk to him 
about what was said, but they said it wasn't reliable of what he said. Wow. But, so, let me ask you this question. So, honestly, and deep down, does your mom think that their dad has something to do with their disappearance? At first, she's um, dead. Okay. And then when all this other stuff started coming about, and then what he said when he was in the hospital, then it brought memory to her, you know, that's probably the reason why he didn't want us to go out here and look for them, because maybe he did have something to do with it. But it, it, it's just an iffy thing. She don't know, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, she just don't know what happened to him. She don't want to place the blame on him. And if to do with it, but it looked very suspicious that you and you didn't want to go help look for him. And you said something. You said you said something happened in the hospital. What did he say in the hospital? That's when um when they we questioned him about it. He said oh, that they and then oh, he started wow. saying after we questioned him more and more about it. Then he told um Brooke, which Brooke Hargrove told her. To ask my mama where the girls was at, cause my mama know where they at. Okay. But my mama don't know where they at because if she had known where they was at, she wouldn't still be looking for them today. Right, cause I've seen I, I've seen the map on the area uh, on the podcast where where they went and to come out of this store and you know they probably ducked around the corner or something, but I don't think they were kidnapped. That's that's one thing I don't think. I don't think that happened. That's one thing. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't. I, I just, I just, just thinking how it's just crazy how they just disappeared. I almost, yeah. I, I almost have got to feel like it's local, like it's somebody in the neighborhood that knows them. I don't know. I don't know. I know they if if they're. I I just pretty like pretty much like this. If they were still in Augusta, Georgia, I know a lot of people. Right. I know a lot of people. I don't went to school with people. I don't work with people. I was at my job, even getting people to help me try to, you know, do anything that I can to try to locate them. Right. Nobody's had. You put their names in in the um system. Their names don't come up in nothing, but it, it comes on the um the DNA thing that they now you know, but. Before that, nothing would come up with their names. Nothing, even put their social security number, their birthdays, nothing would come up with their names. You know how you go to the hospital, if you got to go to the hospital, you get hurt or something like that. Or if you go to jail or you try to get welfare or you try to get something, nothing comes up with their names. I was even told one time, that my sister and them got taken away from my mama. Now, mind you, my mom got other kids. Now, this is the police department that told me this. My mom's kids got taken away from her. I said, that's a, that's not true. That man told me he don't appreciate me saying his officers mm-hmm. are liars. Well, I mean, I'm not saying they're liars. I said, I just know for a fact my mom's kids ain't got taken away because why would they take two out of the home? And leave the other kids behind. Kids was being harmed or, or mistreated. Right. They told me to call to defects. I did it. You know, I called defects or whatever. Won't give you no information. They said if they did have them, that they would have been adopted out by now. You're but right. Fifteen-year-old girl. That's true. You're right about that. So. They told me to call the adoption agency. I called the adoption agency that was in Atlanta, Georgia. I called them. They told me that they couldn't give me no information on the phone, but they would send me a package. I would have to fill that package out and send it back to them. They sent the package, but I never filled it out because I already knew deep down in my heart that it was been a waste of time because I know my mom's kids never got taken away from her. Right. So I don't even know where where that theory came from or why they saying it or whatever, but that was another thing that that, that was said that my sister and them had got taken away from my mom. Well, 
Well, you know, a lot of times people try to throw wrenches in the investigation to, you know, to throw it off. That happens a lot. Yeah, that's exactly like, what they okay. were doing. They'll be like, okay, we saw the person or they ran off, um, you know. And I just feel, yeah, I just feel like they didn't do enough. They didn't do what they, other people, kids had been missing, going missing. I remember this guy I went to school with, he went missing. His name was Bubba. They put him all over the news. They kept putting his pictures on the news. They was looking for him. He was a white guy. He was my friend in school. You know what I'm saying? And they ended up finding him. But he was deceased. He had drowned in the um, Savannah River. Okay. A long time ago. But they looked for him. Right. So they didn't look for my sister now. You right? They didn't. So, so do you think this is a cover? Do so you think there's a cover up for her? I'm not sure that it feels like it to me. Because yeah. why? Why? Why y'all don't want to go look for him? Why y'all ain't did y'all best to try to look for him? Why every time one of y'all officers y'all set the officer over the case, y'all end up pulling them away from it? Because they're probably getting close. To, they're probably getting close to solving it. And you know what's crazy? I think that when all the information does come out, it's gonna make them look stupid. And I'm thinking that's another reason why they did what they did. They doing what they doing now is they don't want to talk about it. I think they already feel stupid because yeah. they. You're right. Look at all these years done went by. Y'all could have been solved it if y'all had kept the case open. I think they could have solved. I think they could have solved this within the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Had this been investigated back then, this could have been solved uh, ASAP. Now, exactly. Now, did they ever use dogs anywhere? No, they never did. They ain't never do. They ain't do none of that. So, are those houses that were back then are they still standing, or you don't know? Some of them are. Some of them just they ran down. Right. Some of them, um, like my goddad house, they done tore the house down. The old house that we stayed in, they done tore it down. Um, the other house, okay, we stayed in two houses that was on Tour Street. Okay. They done tore both of those houses down. Okay. Um, it's another house that um that's by the store. Uh, what? seen that it yeah. just recently burnt down and I'm telling you the craziest thing that happened when my sister and the documentary got ready to air before the documentary aired one of the investigative officers got killed at that same store wow hey I know what to ask this white band the white band that when you come in from the beginning that your sister said there was following did they know who the white band was no, we still don't know. That's what I'm saying. When my when she came in there and told my mom, I remember it just like it was yesterday because I was 12 years old. I want no little bit of child that I can't remember nothing. Right, right. I got a good good memory. We didn't see a white van when they came home. You get what okay. I'm saying? Right. So we didn't think nothing of it. I, you know, like I was saying to myself, you know what I'm saying? Um, and my mom was saying, you know what I'm saying, maybe they, maybe the van wasn't following them. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We'll never know because we, we, we don't know where they at. You get what I'm right, saying? Right, right, they, right. they made it back home after they said the white van was following them. They made it home. Right. They got home. You know, they weren't saying, oh, no, mama, I don't want to go out here and go get this money to go to school. We was talking about going to school. My sister and them loved the school. They was good girls. They um made a uh, a b on the roll. Um, I mean they pretty much they they was active um in the um middle what they call it um the junior ROTC. Oh, ROTC. Yeah, she, she was in that. You know what I'm saying? They, they was pretty much active girls. They just didn't go nowhere. That's why it's hard for me to believe that they just up and say, oh, I ain't coming back no more. No. I say them no. girls stay home. They stay home. They didn't go out. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like kids do today. Like go go out and be hanging out all night and stuff. Like they didn't do that. Right. If we went somewhere, we went somewhere together. Okay. Somewhere um, together. 
the skating rain or uh, uh, to the movies or, uh, you know, stuff like that. Either my mom would be with us or it would be an adult with us when we went. We got there. We go. When them girls leave school, they come straight home. If my mama ain't home, my mom used to have to walk to the washerette because we didn't have no car or nothing, but it was a washerette down the street from where we if if my mom is not home, got out of school, they knew mm-hmm. that's what she would be. Okay. Now and, that area, that area around by the gas station, was that searched thoroughly and everything too? No, nothing. That won't tell you. Nothing was searched. Oh, nothing was searched. Period. No. Wow. So nothing. 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 Yeah. This, and now they're talking the, about the more. This. The more I hear, it pisses me off even more and more, and I'm pretty sure. After this, after they listen to this podcast and they hear the stuff that I'm hearing, because my my eyes and my eyes have got wide like at least six, seven times, and my mouth has dropped a couple times. I'm pretty sure when they hear the podcast, they'll be saying the same thing that I'm saying. Like how? Yeah. Like how? I, I they didn't do nothing. I say nothing, nothing. They didn't do an investigation. It was an investigation done. Period. This this is sad on so many levels. And now that they talk about this, uh, okay, if any of them listen to the documentary, it's a gentleman that's in prison that's saying that uh, my sister name was murdered by some guys at my sister name dad house and all that stuff. Okay, when they heard about that, they been okay. The documentary aired in 2019, right? Yeah. The stuff that this man is saying, they been had got that letter that was written in 2017. In the documentary, they trying to make it seem like they did just finding knew what was going on, and they never did go try to look and see what was going on. Out, no, none of that. You know what I'm saying? And when the people because the people was pissed the people who recorded and did the um the documentary they was mad you hear me they were so mad they went to him and was like i just don't understand you to share why you ain't and you'll see him in the documentary he gets up and walk out mm, amazing okay when he walked off in the doc- they they was trying to get on him to try to find out you been knew he been knew about this letter, but they never tried to go and invest. You get what I'm saying? And now that um when they find out about it, the people who did try to go was you see the uh the two people that's in there that's doing the investigation and the documentary. All of us went over here to um it's called the Brickyard Pond, Brickyard Pond, and then Lovers Lane. And I think it's Molly Pond Road. Now, back in the day, people would be murdered and thrown in those. Okay. And it was a guy by the name of Joseph Patrick Washington. He would murder women. He would assault. He would shoot them. Assault them. You know what I'm saying? Some of them would make it. Some, you know what I'm saying? He was called the serial killer down here, which we had no idea about it until 2017 when, like I said, these people that should have been investigators because they did more than the police department ever done. Hey, and that's just a lot. Yeah. So nobody's never went over here to search it and they saying they're not going to search because they find the prison story um not credible. Pretty much saying that he pretty much made the whole thing up because he wanted to compensate something from it. That it's how I don't know. I I I, I but, but then turns around and tells my mom. They told my mom they wasn't gonna do no investigation no more after they found his um story to be incredible and and comp with it, however you. Pronounced mm-hmm. an investigation, and I called them and I asked them why. I said, "Y'all got my mom crying. Y'all got her upset because she thinking she getting somewhere." 
And then y'all telling her y'all not going to do an investigation what's going on. And that's when they told me that pretty much the story he made the whole thing, it wasn't true. But then again, they told me it was true. It just wasn't my sister. And they don't really know because they didn't investigate. Exactly. Yeah, it's strange. The whole the whole story is strange. Very, 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 very. This is one of the, I think this is one of the longest cases uh, people missing because uh there's another case like the sisters, um so girl, she went missing in uh from Willowboro, New Jersey in nineteen ninety six. She was twelve years old and pregnant. She hasn't mm-hmm. seen sisters day either. They swear she left. They swear they swear she left too. And it's, it's and there's so many cases out here like that, but they but they tend to involve uh, African American children. You know, they just label as as runaways. Yeah, and they do. Time, and, 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 and it's crazy you said that because the investigator that was investigating my sister in them case, he said the same thing. He he pretty much said he don't know why him over Miss cases. He said he kind of figured they. It because he didn't have kids that he can go home to kill. And he wow. said pretty much all they did was run away from home. They go get them, bring them back home, and they go run away again. Right? That's not every kid. You know, every kid doesn't do the same thing, you know? That's it was a girl down here. Her name was Tiffany Nelson. She went missing from the station, just like my sister now. Um, in 94, and the same investigator was over my sister. Them case was over hers. I he said, had that guy been working up under his wing, he would have been fired him because not only did he do my sister them case the way he did it, he did hers like that too. She was nine years old when she went missing. They never found her. They end up finding her, but. Like I'm saying, she was nine years old when she went missing. He he didn't rule her case as a, a abduction until eleven days after she went missing. Mm. So He's he, also, he also said she ran away from home too at nine. Mm. So they he, ended up finding her ten years later in a shallow grave over here in Augusta off of Highway 56. Wow. And still to this day, they still don't know who murdered her. And what's her name? Her name was Tiffany Nelson. I have to look it up. I have to, I have to post that. Um, I, I I tend to go after a lot of the, the, the lesser known cases, the cases that are not in the spotlight. And mm-hmm. when, when we're discussing your sister's case on there, uh, I was like, I ain't going to stop until this like reaches a lot of people because people need to hear this story. And these sheriffs and these police, they need to be outed, seriously, because this is yeah. ridiculous. This is really ridiculous. Yeah. This is a... Some mom that they got a heart and they care because they got kids. And then you got some that pretty much like they, they really don't care if they solve it or not. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm, they might do care. But from the experience that we have had, I don't see as all of them care because if they had them, they would have did back then. You're right, and you're right. They 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 would they they should have. You're right. They would have did what they did because it. We talk we talk about thirty years later. This case should not be going on thirty years later. Yeah, you're right about that. I wish you know what I'm saying. I I always pray. I pray every day. I pray every day. I pray all the time. You know, my mom, my grandmother, my grandmother passed away, my uncles, you know, everybody just passing away, passing away, and everybody still out here trying, the ones that's living before my grandmother and them passed away, everybody's still trying to figure out what happened. They told us never to give up, and I didn't. You know, my mom never gave up. I just feel I need to be her voice because she hurt. You get what I'm saying? She's hurt. Her children. These are my sisters, so I felt it was my duty and my obligation because I want to know what happened to them. I want to know where they at. I want to know if they're alive. 
I want to know, you know what I'm saying, if they got kids or they married, you know what I'm saying? I just want to know if they're breathing. Right. And she, my mom want to know the same, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing this all this time because it's so much happening out here in the world. I want my mom, it, when my mom get ready to leave this world, I want her to be able to be at peace. To know what happened. That she know what happened to her daughters. Mm. That's the hardest thing that you can go through life because it makes you think you you know you going on you you work you you have to go out here and tend to your other kids you know what I'm saying you have everyday life stuff to do and you don't want your daughters to think that you forgot about them you get what I'm saying and that's what she don't want to have but she don't want them to think. That she they she forgot about them and she didn't. Right. She just didn't have nobody to help her find them. Yeah, I seen her on one of the YouTube videos. I I I, I can just look at. It. I, I know, I know it hurts her heart. I know it hurts her. I know it happened for the last thirty years. I know it's been hard to live. And you know, like you said, take care of the others. Still got the children. Still got to take care of them. And yeah, you you got uh, you know what I'm saying. You got every day and that affects that I don't affects her. That affects her her mind mentality, you know, when it comes down to us, when it comes down to her grandkids, when it comes down to her great grandkids, you just don't know if they're gonna walk out the door and you don't see them no more. You get what right. I'm saying? I don't get murdered and stuff like that. They just haven't found nothing about my sister name, nothing. They end up finding it, you know what I'm saying? I pray for all those people, you know what I'm saying? They have missing people out here, but it's like well, it, it it does something to your your mind frame when stuff like that happens to other people because you know what you're going through. It, it, it definitely does. You know, by myself, well, me, myself, I've had, you know, two brothers murdered within uh, four years apart. That's why I started my platform and then, you know, um, some people from my hometown had went missing and I got involved probably like seven years ago, and I just wanted to use my platform to help people out. And my platform, when I first started off, I think I had probably had, I probably had two hundred followers. I got almost twenty five thousand followers now, so I have a great, I have a great following, and a lot of the information really gets put out there, and people really tune in and they engage and they share the story. So they've been, yeah. sharing, they've been sharing their story a lot, and they and you know they've been. Like glue to it, like that. Yeah, I wish it was something that I could tell them, but I don't know. You know, what I'm saying I just I don't know what happened to them girls. I really do not. I wish I did. I wish I knew. Oh, God knows, I wish I knew. I I try. That's why I try to stay active. I I, I watch the news. I I always read the newspaper. You know, throughout the years, I'm I'm a little girl reading the newspaper because I want to know I don't want to miss nothing, you know what that, I'm saying? That's how I was too. I read the paper too a lot. <laughs> that's how I was. I read the paper a lot. Um, and my friends used to be like, why you watch the news? You know, we look here because some people didn't know, you know, what was going on because I'm a quiet person. I, I, I really don't talk unless you talk to me. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, your mind frame because you, you got to walk in stores and you, you got to walk past people and you be like, dog, it's been all these years. What if I don't walk past them? Or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it, or, it, it, it messes or, with you. Then I be like, why you, um, why we can't go outside or why we can't do this or why we can't do that? And they, they know the story, you know what I'm saying? They know my sister and whatever, you know, but we're, we're in a new time and they want to hang out with their friends, they want to do this, but my mind's still stuck in 1990 because I don't know if I'm going to let them go somewhere no more, you know, they'll never find them. You know, it, it messes with your mind, man, telling I'm telling you. It, it, it does. No, some people they go on with everyday life, you know saying, but people go through things and people don't never know unless you tell them. You get what I'm saying? 
And some yeah. people just it is it's just it's crazy, but it's life, you know what I'm saying? We still praying, we ain't gonna give up. We love them, you know what I'm saying? I think about them all the time. I try to stay active, keep their name out there. That's why I got their Facebook page up. You know, I don't post on it because I have my own kids and I have to and stuff like that. Right. I just graduated. Yeah, I just graduated. From, uh, sometimes I don't know how I do I make it do it. So, um, you know, I, I, I definitely enjoy it. You know, we come back from part. We have an update. We we'll have an update on that. Uh, that you know, hopefully, we'll, hopefully, I, there like there will be some answers. I hope so. I'm telling you, um, about two weeks ago, I had a dream. I, I never really dreamed about, I haven't dreamed about them in a long, long time. I dreamed about them once since they had been missing. But this would be the second dream that I had. And the dream I had that they had been found after 35 years. And it's only 32 Hold years up. right now. Okay, all right. It, it went out. Okay, it went back in. Um, so is there anything you like you'd like to say in closing? Um, just keep us in the, um, y'all prayers and, you know, if you see anything about them, try to share it. And if anybody hear anything, they can reach out. To don't know, but reach out to the Augusta Richmond County Sheriff's Department. I think the number is 706-821-1080. Um, I don't know the tip hotline that's on the billboard. I don't know the number offhand, but um, I think um, I got a post up on their Facebook page with it on there, though. Okay. Um, they, yeah. they, they Facebook um, Jeanette and Danette Millbrook. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be sharing that, and I'll also be sharing that, that um, you know, you know, to go for me for, you know, the reward money, to try to get people to, to, to add to it. I'll, I'll reward that. Yeah. Uh, I thank you so much for taking your time out to share your story. I'm blown away, and I definitely will be sharing it more. And like I said, hopefully one day we come back for a part two and we have a, a you know, some closure to the story. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, you have a good. All right, you too. Okay. Bye bye.